What's up, guys? This is Pat from Cape Clasp, and this is our podcast, Sharks Don't Sleep. Uh, we started this back in 2019, where we interview people in the ocean and marine life space, uh, our nonprofit partners, and we never really kept it up. So our goal this year is to revive it, uh, to kind of kick things off. I did a live Q&A over on Instagram where I answered your questions. Um, so that recording's about to start. I just wanted to mention that uh, I was trying to record it on Anchor at the same time, and the audio kept cutting out every five minutes. And so you're going to hear me mention that a few times. Um, but I was able to rip the audio straight from Instagram, and it's unedited, uh, unfiltered. But we're going to keep getting better at this, and we want to bring this back. Um, if there's, if you guys have a question you want to submit, or there's someone you want to hear on this podcast, uh, feel free to reach out. Hit us up on Instagram or send us an email. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep these episodes going. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for making waves. All right, let's get started. I'm recording this on Anchor right now, too. What's up, guys? This is the Sharks Don't Sleep podcast. Uh, we're kicking off this podcast again. Um, in the past, we've had guests on, uh, and we did about three episodes back in. 2019 and then the channel just kind of went dead um so we're getting our you know getting a, a fresh start here and uh, i thought i'd kick it off with like a q a so last week i asked you guys for a bunch of questions and you sent them in uh, i got them all written down here and i'm just gonna run through all of them um so i'm gonna cover a bunch of these and then at the end i'll answer any questions uh Yes, I'm using the questions you guys wrote in. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so I'll run through these. And uh, if you put any questions in here, I'll flip through the feed too and uh, answer a few on the fly um, at the end here. So, all right, the first question that came in was, have you ever been to Fire Island, New York? Um, I have been to Fire Island, New York. I can't even say that. Fire Island, New York one time about 10 years ago now uh, with some friends from New York City we like rented a car or borrowed someone's car and drove out to Fire Island um, and uh, we went to that like black and white um, lighthouse and it was a really fun day so uh, just sat on the beach um, I remember there were like a ton of moon jellies like washed up on the beach um, and it was a really beautiful beach but I've only been there one time uh, just that one day trip. Um, why didn't you say thanks for watching? <laughs> yeah, I, I love how you guys uh, are, you know, everyone from those reels and TikToks. Um, I never knew I sounded like people say I sound like Olaf from uh, Frozen or Gene from Bob's Burgers. Uh, I never knew I sounded like those people. And I really love that you guys um, have enjoyed those videos. I have a ton of fun making them. And, uh, you know, when that format came out and when we started on TikTok, I had no idea what we would make because a lot of our work was like images and Photoshop. And um, it's really just, you know, opened up a whole new creative outlook for me. And I like really uh, love it. So um, let's see what else. What was the funniest cooking slash foraging mishap or story? Um, the 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 funniest one I can think of right now is uh, at the end of the summer, um, I took my so all summer long, Tyler and I, um, our creative director and uh, 
other friend, uh, my buddy Palo, we were making these CC Presents videos where we'd go out and do a fun day trip and come back. Um, so, and we'd, we'd make like a YouTube video out of it. So we had made uh, one about Cuddy Hunk, one about all these like shell fishing adventures, um, one about going and getting a lobster roll. And a lot of them, we start on the boat and we go, you know, do something, come back. Uh, and at the end of the season, you know, it was end of the summer, uh, my brother was home from Los Angeles and my dad uh, lives down here and was up for doing something. So I was like, let's hop on the boat and uh, we'll go to Wakoit Bay and go shell fishing. Um, and so I, <laughs> we sit, we fire up the boat. It's starting to, it's, it's like, you know, fall weather. So a little chilly fire up the boat, like cruise, uh, down towards Wakoit and the engine just cuts off and we can't get it to turn back on. We're in deep water and, uh, yeah, they watched all these like flawless adventures all summer. And the one time I take out my dad and my brother, the boat cuts out and breaks down. We had to call Cito. Uh, they, uh, you know, had to drag us back in and it was pretty funny cause, um, like we were in deep water and the, the anchor was not that deep. So we were like floating towards the, you know, canal, uh, or the, you know, basically the, uh, the, where all the big boats come through and it was just, uh, pretty, uh, it was a little terrifying for a little bit, but you know, it all worked out. Um, all right. How did you and Tyler meet? So yeah, Tyler is our creative director. You see him in a lot of the pictures we've been posting over the last, uh, he joined the team full time about a year ago now. Um, we initially met, uh, we were both vendors at a show, a local show called Love Local Fest here on Cape Cod. Um, so Love Local Fest is like hosted uh, by um, a, a few businesses in downtown Hyannis and they do an awesome job. They invite a bunch of people to come in and everyone can sell their wares for the, for the weekend. And so Tyler had a business selling t-shirts called I Heart It Apparel. And I was just starting out with the bracelet thing and, uh, was, you know, we were in two different spots, but Tyler came by and said, hi. And then I s swung by his uh, spot and said, hi. And this has to be, you know, like six, seven years ago, uh, he was still in college and I was out of college, but, um, just starting Cape Clasp. And, uh, you know, that night we actually went out for beers at a British beer company in, in, uh, Hyannis. And, uh, after that, like would just kind of chat on Instagram. I was always just following along with his work. He was doing some awesome stuff, uh, you know, finishing up school. And then like after school, like just had, uh, like, you know, I got to see all his design work on Instagram. And one day I was living in Seaport working downtown at a, uh, like investment firm. And, uh, oh no, this audio cut out. Oh God. Okay. This podcast might not work out. Hold on. Let's try this again. All right, if this cut out, um, sorry, this, you know, we're just getting started again with this podcast thing. Man, it said I could record for 30 minutes on here. Um, I'm trying to do this on Anchor FM, but whatever. So, yeah, so I was leaving. I was work, walking to work from the seaport, and uh, Tyler was dr riding his bike to work, which was in uh, at the other end of the, like, near Harpoon Brewery at the end of the seaport. And uh, I waved him down. And it was right when I was thinking about leaving uh, my job to continue Cape Class full time. 
and he was uh, looking to start kind of like a side freelancing, um, you know, kind of, uh, I don't want to, I don't know exactly what he was thinking, but he wanted to do some freelance work. So uh, I, we went through, we did like a refresh of the branding, which is all the stuff you see now, the uh, circle mark and everything like that. Um, and so, yeah, Tyler uh, helped with uh, that initial rebrand and then stayed on and was working freelance with us. And then, uh, yeah, as time went on, we were working together more and more. And eventually we were like, you know, could we make this happen uh, full time? And so we met, uh, yeah, a long time ago. And then recently, like in the last year or so, started working together all the time. And uh, it's, yeah, it's been an awesome partnership. Um, let's see, which best beach for each season? Um, all right, I'll go through it starting now. So it's winter now and these are uh you know obviously like everything is just based around cape in the islands we've we uh even before coronavirus didn't really go anywhere all the time you know we're we do a lot of stuff around here so um obviously there's probably some awesome beaches that are a lot warmer <laughs> like around the world or something so uh for the winter i love we it's when we always go out to the east beach on chappie um it's just really quiet over there right now there's really like you know no one over there uh and we typically will go over around the holidays uh or in the off season um and it's a ton of fun like that's where we um saw that uh beached whale earlier this summer there was a shipwreck out there when the you know the, a lot of the um heavy surf comes in the winter so it washes out the beach and you can see some of these shipwrecks um so that's our favorite like winter beach like the east beach on Chappie in the spring, um, I would say Race Point in Provincetown because uh, as it gets closer to summer, um, they shut down all the beaches because of the piping plovers uh, to make sure they, you know, that no one's running over their eggs or disturbing their habitat, and uh, and it's all it gets really strict with dogs out there. So uh, you know, in the spring is when we like to get out there off roading because we can bring fish and uh, you can get out there no problem. Um, let's see in the summer, um, you know, I'm just looking back to last summer and the summer before we've always gone out to, uh, Nantucket around, uh, Fagawi or Haley's birthday in July and, uh, no Badir beach on Nantucket is just insane in the summer. It's just like, uh, it's like nowhere else on earth. I've, uh, had so much fun out there. Last time we were out there, um, uh, Vice President Pence was having some event on the vineyard and we saw Air Force Two fly over. And so basically the airport is right behind Nobadir Beach. So you get to see all the, you know, PJs and crazy planes coming in and uh, it makes for like a really fun day uh, and an awesome vibe. Um, and then let's see, in the fall, I'm going to say like here, uh, right in Falmouth where we live, like I'm in uh, Woods Hole right now uh, at our place, um, right down the street from us is Nobska Beach. And uh, when the hurricanes come through or, you know, big storms, um, you never know what's going to kick up on that beach. And people are always saying like, uh, oh, or in the comments or, you know, messaging me like, um, how do you find all this stuff? Or, you know, what what's your secret to like beach combing? It's like, it's just this one spot. It's, I don't know what it is about, you know, you're near Woods Hole Passage and the surf pulls up stuff from deep underwater and there's all this weird stuff that kind of pops up. And uh, yeah, I love that you guys uh, like seeing that stuff. I, I, I'm always down there uh, sifting through the 
the surf line there, the drop line and seeing like what kicks up. So uh, yeah, that's, those are my favorite beaches for every season. Um, can you camp on Pinisky? I don't know if I'm saying that right, Pininsky or um, Pinisky Island. So Pinisky Island, for those of you who don't know, is in Buzzards Bay. It's like near Cuddyhunk. And, uh, a, you know, a couple hundred years ago, it was a leper community on the East Coast here. Um, and now it's um, a wildlife preserve. Oh, this recording just keeps kicking me out. Oh, well. Um... All right, I'm just going to keep recording uh, and see if we can make this work. Oh, maybe I can take the audio from this if I can somehow rip this uh, video. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, Pinisky or Pinisky, however you say it, is a, uh, yeah, it was a leper community and now it's like a wildlife preserve. I think there's a school out there too. Um, I actually don't know if you can camp there. I've never been there. I've seen it from, we took the boat out to uh, Chappie once this year and uh it looks like a really cool it looks beautiful so um i'd love to make a TikTok about it or or at least fly over it with the drone someday um what's your favorite art gallery on the cape uh, i gotta say long street gallery um it was started um by uh a, a few friends of ours uh artists um and uh they do some awesome stuff they feature a lot of awesome artists it's out in east ham right on route 6a so if you're headed out towards p-town or wellfleet um yeah stop in it's on the right side there it's like a white building with a bright red door and uh they started it up this summer and we uh you know w went in there and it looks like it's always changed like you know every month there's new work in there new stuff it looks really awesome um all right and then let's see what inspired you to create cape clasp um i've answered this question a bunch of times i know you know so if you I've been following along. Uh, you've probably heard all this, but I think when I was like, you know, uh, Cape class probably started like about eight years ago. I've been out of college for about 10 years. Um, and uh, yeah, I think really when it was initially, I just always had like a, a desire to be my own boss, to start a business. Um, but when I was, you know, after going to college, I went, went to college for business. Um, I just really didn't see the reality in that. I didn't like have an idea. I didn't know where I would ha find any money. I didn't, um, you know, it, it just seemed impossible. Uh, so, you know, out of school, I got a, a, a job uh, downtown in Boston, um, was working really hard, got a bunch of, uh, you know, these certifications that are kind of like getting your master's or something along those lines um, and fought hard to like find a good job in the city. Um, but, you know, even after that, it was probably, you know, four or five years of um, doing everything I could to kind of uh, accelerate and take an aggressive career path. I really just like uh, did not see myself at, an, at the company I was at. I didn't really see myself in the people I was working with. Um, and I just didn't feel like I was in control of my own destiny at all. It was like very uh, demoralizing and at the same time, I was trying to start businesses. So I tried to start like a, I didn't even use social media, but I was trying to start a social media agency um, that was called PR Sizzle. Uh, and that just like never got off the ground. There were a lot of awesome people who like supported me and helped build a website and uh, make business cards, but I just never really did anything with it. Um, and then, 
uh, yeah, like I just really didn't have an idea, I guess. That that was like the hardest part. Um, in one day, a, a friend of mine, Tim, showed me Instagram. I'd never used uh, Instagram before. And he was like, look at this, you know, you can take photos, you know, he was starting to use it. And um, I was like, oh, it'd be awesome to kind of share, like, you know, I was still getting, I'd grown up on, you know, spending my summers here on Cape Cod. I was getting here every weekend. And it was kind of like my favorite thing to do is to share uh, what I love about Cape Cod with my friends and other people. And um, and it was a way for me to, uh, you know, Basically, I was like, oh, if I can start using Instagram, I could take photos and share, you know, my favorite spots around here, like the Knob or Knobska Beach. And um, I started, uh, it, you know, it was just my own. I forget what the handle was, but I was just sharing places I loved around Cape Cod. And then I started doing geocaches where I would hide um, a little logbook and in a spot that, uh, you know, a cool spot. And then I'd like release the coordinates and people could track it down and like uh, and would be able to. Uh, you know, would be able to log into the book. I think I started leaving stickers in there and a stamp. So there's like a, a component of, uh, you know, either geocaching or letterboxing is another uh, similar hobby where people trade stamps and stuff. So I started putting those, I had one on the knob. Um, I had one out on Great Island and Wellfleet. And uh, that was getting us a little bit of, you know, traction on there. And I was like, oh, it'd be really cool to put some kind of keepsake in these. And so we came up with the idea of a, uh, bracelet shaped like Cape Cod. Um, and I got that idea because I was in New York City and there was a company that was making a fish hook bracelet. I was like, oh, Cape Cod's a hook. Like, it'd be really cool to, yeah, so this thing cuts out every five minutes. So, so annoying. Um, it'd be really cool to, uh, yeah, make one of, like, make one for, make one shape, make a bracelet shaped like Cape Cod. Sorry. And so, uh, this was right when like 3D printing started and you were able to uh, like create jewelry pretty easily. And so we started, um, yeah, pr 3D printing on demand these bracelets and putting them in the geocaches. And then people would start asking us on Instagram, like, hey, can I, um, you know, can I get one of those? Or, you know, how can I get one of those? And we had a few, you know, maybe just a handful of people. Uh, the, the only, the first real thing that happened like business wise is, uh, a store in Mashpee Commons. I walked in there with the bracelet on and the the owner of the store at the time, um, the store is not even there now, sadly, but uh, he said, Where, like, where's that bracelet from? I was like, oh, I, I make these for fun. And he was like, uh, oh, can I get 25 of them? And then I was like, yeah, sure. So I, you know, made him 25. And then he had, he had to make out a, a check to, a, a you know, a make out a check to me. And I was like, oh, just, you know, put it in my name. But it kind of got me thinking like, oh, I could turn this into a business. Like, what should I call it? And so the first bracelet was shaped like Cape Cod. We called it Cape Clasp. Um, and that's always really just stuck. That's like what we always called that first bracelet. And that's what we've always called the, the business. Um, and like from there as we were starting to build you know we built a website we built the idea of a nonprofit partnership with the Cape Cod National Seashore so they would get 15% of profits from the bracelets and then it's really just been iterating on that same idea and you know trying to go bigger and better each time and like you know sometimes there've been some mishaps but the inspiration was i just like really loved uh you know like sharing stuff about Cape Cod and i was like this is a way i can merge uh, the things I love to do with uh, something I could do for uh, for work. And um, it's taken, you know, a really long time. And we're not like a uh, a big business either. You know, it's really still a, 
uh, a small business and so and we're still growing um, so you know we're still learning every day and, and working to get better um, but I love doing it I like have so much fun doing this stuff versus what I was doing before um, yeah I think if you can somehow merge your passion for what you love to do and also uh you know make that something you're you're working on every day you're going to be so far ahead because you know i don't mind doing this you know like uh i love going out and getting the content i love making the videos i love developing the products um and it's a lot of fun to have you know my hands and all this stuff so uh and we have a great team now and that building that atmosphere uh creating a company culture you know really bootstrapping it and learning along the way has is the best part it's always there's always a new challenge there's always something new to work on um and uh yeah that was a long-winded answer but uh all right i got through that one and then let's see if you could swim with any form of sea life what would it be um All right, I'll give two answers for this one. So one is, you know, if I could, uh, if we could travel and stuff right now, I know I've seen uh, a friend of ours uh, through Beneath the Waves, one of our nonprofit partners, Sammy, he does like a whale shark trip uh, in um, in Mexico where I've, I'd seen him swimming with whale sharks. That looks like it'd be so much fun and beautiful, uh, like an incredible experience. Uh, and then the other one, you know, is just like, there's all this weird stuff I'd love to find around Cape Cod, like... Uh, uh, like, I, you know, there was one time I was just uh, snorkeling or on Nobska Beach and there was a, I saw a big uh, whelk, um, you know, shell eating a blue crab and it was like the craziest thing, but it was just too deep. I could not get, like, I would love to have gotten a nice video of it underwater um, or even a picture, but I just couldn't get close enough to it. Um, it had to be like 15 or 16 feet and I never like, I don't really know how to equalize and do all that stuff. So uh, it it was just out of reach, but I'd love to find one of those a little closer to shore and uh, share that um, someday. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's definitely one that it would be pretty cool. Uh, it, like recently I've been going out to, there's a pond over here called Ice House where there's a bunch of river otters and I've never seen one. Uh, it, like, I, you know, I guess uh, I've just seen some posts on Facebook and people uh, popping over there and just randomly seeing them. So uh, that's something, you know, I, I guess I wouldn't be swimming with them, but I'd love to get some video of those uh, one of these days. And then let's see, uh, what was the breakout, breakthrough moment for for CC? Uh, all right, without rehashing that other answer, it's really, there's never, like, if I'm going to be honest, there's never been uh, some breakout moment. We just... Um, Every time, you know, we just keep trying and there, some things are wins, some things are, you know, like even like there have been times where we've gotten on the local news or had a um, a really big sales day. Like those things have happened, but it's not like it, it doesn't there's no it's really just a moment in time. It's like there's no continuation to that. There was no point where I was like, all right, this works now. I can quit my job or like. All right, like you know, we've we've got an awesome team now. This business is a going concern. I mean, um, I'm sure there are businesses that do have those defining moments, and that would be awesome. But yeah, we don't have anything like some breakthrough moment where it just uh, it's just been uh, an iterative process of trying, and and some things work, some things don't. Um, but you're always kind of you know, in, at least in your head, upping the ante, trying to uh, make the next form next. Um, you know, next version of what you're doing uh, better. Um, all right, so that's 
all the questions. So yeah, I'm gonna go through the go through the comments quick right now. Um, if if there's someone you'd you'd want to see on the podcast, let me know. Um, we just launched these pizza teas uh, that use like algae ink. So if you go to the website, there's a f- probably a few of those left. Um, and uh, yeah, we that's. And yeah, we'll probably do like more guests on the podcast. We want to have people back on. This podcast is not going very smoothly because uh, I think I might have messed up this recording, but um, we're going to make uh, something of it. So let's see. Can we see Tyler on the pod? Yes, he, he's been, he was actually our first guest on the podcast way back. So if you go back to the catalog, uh, Sharks Don't Sleep is the podcast name. He's been on there, but he'll definitely come back. Um, right now, we're all just working remotely, except for a handful of people in the office. So uh, we just got to make that work. Um, I love the Tide releases. I think that they're so fun. Uh, I do too. I love the Tide releases are like these t-shirts where it's like apparel that once it's gone, it's gone. Um, we've had a ton of fun with that over the last year. Um, have you ever, do you have your scuba diving license? No, I don't. It's something I definitely would be interested in. I just don't, I don't even know where people do it around here. I, I can't, uh, I should, I, I got to look into it. <laughs> Love Mr. Fish. Um, let's see, what nonprofits does Cape Clasp support? So the the biggest, uh, you know, donees are um, the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy, um, the Beneath the Waves, um, which is uh, another, uh, you know, nonprofit um, focused on the, you know, preserving shark sanctuaries in the, in the Bahamas. Um, we work with, uh, recently, the, the National Park Foundation. They're the uh, donee on the new Tico's bracelets. That's been an awesome partner and, and been an awesome partnership. Um, we work with Coastal Studies in Provincetown. Um, we work with uh, we, we work with, uh, a, a bunch of, you know, the, the trustees, um, uh, the whale and dolphin conservation, uh, mass Audubon, Wellfleet Bay. There's a whole list on the, on the website. Um, and, uh, yeah, we try to do a lot of local ones and we have a couple, uh, yeah, we work with Sea Legacy, um, which is a, a larger one, um, that's not U.S. based, but, uh, or it might be now. I know that you know it was Blue Sphere. We were supporting Blue Sphere Foundation, but then they were rolled into Sea Legacy. So, uh, yeah, there's a whole list on the website you can check out. Uh, let's see, best lobster location. Um, I've got to say the Raw Bar in Mashpee Commons. It's it's closed right now. Um, it's but. Uh, in the summer, they're like these massive lobster rolls. We made a YouTube video about it. And if you go back and watch it, it's like Cape, Cape Cod's best lobster roll or something. Um, it's really good. Uh, and then what's another good one? I always forget the name of it, but there's a place on the, on when you're about to get, where you're driving, like if you're driving to P-Town on Route 6A, on the right side, I think it's called Murphy's. Um, it looks like a, it's like a convenience store, but it says like 1099 lobster rolls and they're so good. They're like, you know, just for 1099, like the best lobster roll you could have. Um, dude, you need to repower that whaler. Yes, I think I, it's, uh, yeah, we've got a two stroke 90 on there. It's very loud. Um, it's never let me down until recently. So, uh, but um, it's definitely old. Let's see. 
which beach is good for surf casting? So we used to go to uh, like Bristol Beach in uh, Falmouth when we were when I was a kid, and we'd do live eels and send them out there. And once in a while, you catch a big striper. Um, I'm not a you know other than that I don't I'm not a big fishing expert but I you know I do a lot of casting I don't catch a lot of fish uh, we go out to you know we last summer we went out to Middle Ground a few times which is out by the vineyard on the boat though um, gonna try to do some more fishing this year uh, let's see. Oh God, and this recording stopped again. So hopefully I can rip this recording. I don't know if anyone knows how to do that. Let me know. Um, all right, guys, that's all I got here. Um, I'm gonna scroll down to the bottom, see if the, I'll answer one more, if there's any going on. Uh, how am I? I'm great. I'm, you know, definitely loving uh, we, you know, spend more time down here on the Cape since this whole COVID thing started. And I really love it down here. Um, you know, it gives us a, like, uh, yeah, really seeing the seasons play out is just, is beautiful. You know, usually we're coming down here on the weekends and back up in the office in Boston on during the week. And, um, it's been awesome being able to work remotely and kind of marry those two aspects of the business. Like, you know, I can do this during the, uh, you know, be on my computer during the day, but then still jump out to the beach and, and get some photos and stuff. Um, uh, let's see. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Um, if you have any other questions, just hit me up in the, in the comments and, uh, and, uh, we'll do this again soon and hopefully I can make this work as a podcast, but I don't know about that. <laughs> so, all right, guys, have a good one. Uh, get out there and make waves. Thanks for watching.